Hi, and welcome to another episode of Conversations Beyond the Pew, and I'm here with Jen and Josh, and we are ready to talk about relationships and how you define a healthy relationship and how do you deal with when relationships go south. So welcome, guys. Thanks for having us back. Thank you very much. Yeah, it's good to be back. A little bit of summer break. Um, Hopefully everybody's been doing all right and trying to make it enjoying the weather yes absolutely michigan weather be outside when you can right absolutely can't complain there you go all right so this kind of comes from a recent video i did about like when you're struggling with a relationship and it made me think about having a group discussion which is this about how do you define a healthy relationship because I'm not convinced that we always know it we may know it when we experience it but we may not know how to get there all the time and so I'm just kind of curious how would you guys define that I would have to say you know um, if you're on like really good terms with somebody okay or it could be a group of people um, you know maybe let's see what's the proper way to think about this um, if you've been with friends with somebody for a real long time, mm-hmm. uh, maybe that could be your mindset. Like, hey, that's a healthy relationship. I've had that relationship for so many years. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe generally just being on uh, good terms with somebody. I, I think that really, uh, you know, emulates a healthy relationship. So kind of like knowing each other. Yeah. Like you kind of, all right, mm-hmm. you know each other. You, you kind of know what pushes each other's buttons and mm-hmm. And you try not to do that. Right. Uh, Just knowing them for maybe as long as you have, um, you know, maybe you're not one to, you know, really go at each other's throats or something like that. You know, just saying, I've been with this person for a while. Yeah, I kind of know them. Exactly. Okay. Uh, Mutual respect, Uh, I think, is is understanding that you may not always agree, Mm -hmm. but you respect each other. And then to have open communication about all that yeah it it's kind of like one of those things where you can disagree respectfully and and that you actually know that when you disagree it's not about proving each other right or wrong it's it's you recognize that the other person has your best intention yes yes and and honestly the disagreements can open up um to respect each other more and to understand each other more so you can kind of understand where they're coming from yeah um, why they might think that way and sometimes it changes your view sometimes it doesn't but to have the respect uh to understand that yeah we can disagree but still get along yeah it's it's kind of like so in the video i quoted proverbs seventeen seventeen, which is friends love all the time and kinsfolk are born for times of trouble so that that sense of of being close but going through like the mutual respect and hearing each other out there's something kind of sweet to it and the the philosopher Kalal Gibran says friendship is always a sweet responsibility never an opportunity 
Yeah, that's an interesting one. And, you know, when it comes to even, like, finding common ground with a person, mm-hmm. if you ever do get in a situation like that, I've kind of always been the type to kind of say, you know, well, maybe we can find some common ground yeah. if you reach a roadblock. Um, because especially, you know, no matter if you've known them a long time or not, mm-hmm. um, that could be a, a very important value to consider uh, down the line. You know, it's like if you do face that roadblock with somebody, um, you know, that that's something that's always come to my mind anyway. Yeah, and it, maybe the friendship is born out of how you navigate the roadblock. Or the obstacle. I mean, we form friendships for a multitude of reasons, right? I mean, it's sometimes it's convenience, proximity. We have similar interests. But to get at that deep kind of relationship, I think we're headed towards in our conversation. Like, how do you deal with the roadblock? Because we are going to disagree at times. Um, yeah, and I think, like, the sweetness of a friendship, I think, can be, like, you, it's not work. Yeah. to be in the friendship and you you think of that person you don't it's not you don't think about yourself and it's not like a duty it's just mm. yeah you want to spend time with them or you want to hang out with them or talk to them so mm-hmm. it doesn't feel like it's an obligation it's something that you want to do um and when that stops happening be for whatever reason mm-hmm. you feel like it's work and yeah. when you're with your friends you don't want it to be work yeah so when maybe that's the next question then is when is it like okay it's okay in this moment that it's work because it deepens the relationship and when is it not when it's like oh you know what maybe this just isn't the friendship i think when you start to lose yourself okay like you're putting more work into the friendship than yourself Mm. so it's why am i doing all this just for what what and not that you want to get something out of it but what do you get out of it really if they're not holding up their end of the bargain or the deal then why is it always just you 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 doing everything right so like one is taking more from the other yes and i i think especially a situation like that maybe if you start losing common ground with that person yeah um you know if if you're not seeing um if if you're noticing a gradual decrease and hey I, i really like spending time with this person yeah suddenly things go south um that that's something that I, I'd probably have to evaluate myself if I ever you know came into that situation. But the common ground thing I think is a, a big one there. Yeah, it, it's kind of like um, we're talking along the lines of the what the philosopher Lucius Seneca said of one of the most beautiful qualities of true friendship is to understand and to be understood. It's like. You, when we have that misunderstanding or the the roadblock in the moment and instead of going down the path of losing yourself you come to a a deeper understanding yeah i mean you think of it as you so say you need space you just need space to for yourself but you have a friend that doesn't understand that Mm. so they throw a fit i mean i I call it little baby fits (laughs) yeah but or they make a big deal out of it but that means they're not taking you into consideration Right. Or, or the, the bigger picture. Or the bigger picture that, you know, and even maybe even picking up that you're struggling. Right. That you're struggling for yourself or work or whatever to not, un- to not see that you're having an issue. It's almost like it's seen, something has happened and it's seen as a slight. Yes. And instead of 
going through like okay well, i need to t- take a step back and try to figure this out of going like head first into well you've wronged me and it makes it so much bigger kind of like a real housewives of whatever city episode where you're like are we really arguing over that yeah i, I mean maturity i mean really it, i mean yeah. I, I evaluate friendships i had 20 years ago versus now and just the maturity level of you know me 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 where now i have friends that i might not see for six seven eight months and it's not that i'm you know slighting them it's just we're all busy we all have lives and we understand that i mean one of my best friends i haven't seen in probably seven eight nine years because she's not around here but we're still friends because we respect each other and you know we're we're mature enough for it well and it's like when you do see each other there's no guilt about it it's it's you pick up right where you left off well and and that's the cool thing uh in fact i was uh that was something i was just thinking of when uh, jen was speaking but uh you know you cannot see somebody for months on end mm-hmm. and still or weeks months on end still be really really good friends with them yeah um and uh, i always thought that was always kind of cool you know I, i've heard that online i've heard that you know now from people i know yeah um and it, that just shows what a s- solid relationship you know those people must have to you know, say, hey, you know, well, you know, I can't get together right now because of family or work or whatnot, uh, but I can meet you on this day or whatever. Yeah, so. it kind of goes with um, what Ellie Wiesel, uh, who was a survivor of Auschwitz and started the Institute. And he says, friendship marks a life even more deeply than love. Love risks degenerating into obsession friendship is never anything but sharing and so it's almost like when we haven't seen each other for so long of we get to share life again and not how could you not talk to me or anything like that but instead it's a a sharing of life in the moment that's that's pretty deep (laughs) (laughs) well you know, there, there's some good quotes out there by yeah. some big thinkers. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> so when you're thinking about who in your life has been that or who do you have, did you go into the relationship thinking, oh, this is going to be a, a long term or did it just happen? Because I, I wonder about those who maybe are struggling with friendships and do we go f- headfirst into it, this has got to be a forever thing or like, you know, let, let's just see how it plays out. Cause some friendships are for a season, some are for a lifetime and everything in between. I mean, I've never looked at a friendship of lifelong. Okay. Um, and I don't have many friends. I'll, I'll start with that because uh, people change. Like I, mm-hmm. I wanted to say I change. Um, but I will say, um, when I met my husband, it was a friendship first. Mm-hmm. And so to see that evolve into something different was, was cool. Yeah. So, and, and I, I probably say he's my best friend because we started out as friends with all the stuff in common and we still find stuff 20 years later that we, oh, I didn't know you like that. But, um, yeah, I mean, to think lifelong when you start a friendship, I think is, in my opinion, ridiculous. Now there's some out there mm-hmm. that have lifelong friendships. Don't get me wrong. There's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> but just, you don't know where anything's going to go. Right. I mean, honestly, in my head, no relationship should start with, this is end game. Yeah. <laughs> you need to learn and, and grow. 
it's almost like a relationship should always start with like curiosity like yes let's just see what happens yeah. don't know yep. where it'll go but let's just see yeah well and uh i've had some friendships uh which i may have mentioned on this podcast before where you know i originally thought i was going to be friends with those you know that particular person or people mm -hmm. uh for a long time and uh it, it didn't turn out that way yeah uh, but the good news is i did find an, another great group of friends uh, who i've known actually for a long time since this goes all the way back to like you know grade school oh, wow. but um so to almost like evolve back like yep. you kind of grew apart for a period but now you've grown back together yeah and the, the particular people that I'm friends with now, though, um, you know, I, I wouldn't say we grew apart at all in that case. Uh, we've been good friends. But there was a, a few people in high school which I was friends with and now no longer. But, you know, it is what it is in that case. And, you know, as Jen said, you know, things do change or they, they could change in that case. But um, I've been asked before about that. And they said, oh, you've been friends with this person that long. Well, what's your secret? And. I just said, well, you know, we've had a really good relationship uh, for all these years, and we've been there for each other in the mm -hmm. good times and the bad Yeah. Um, in many cases, and we've just kind of been sticking with it, and I think at one point I even joked, I said, well, <laughs> we could be friends till we're 85, <laughs> right. you know, but, you know, but... It's kind of like how you, how do you journey with one another through the good, the bad, everything in between. Yeah. Some people can do it with others and some people cannot. And and yeah. that there's there's no judgment in that. It's just a matter of finding who your people are to navigate with. Mm -hmm. And that it could be somebody you have known a long time but they weren't that prominent or it could be somebody you you just meet and it evolves into it. What about expectations on relationships? Um, expectations with me is always the respect. Okay. Um, you respect me, I respect you. That's mm -hmm. actually for any relationship out there for me. Yeah. Um, but to, you know, to understanding, which comes with the respect, but the understanding mm -hmm. that, like, if you have a family, you can't always go out till 2 o'clock in the morning to the bars and partying, you know? Right. Um, so understanding and maybe that's why a lot of people in lives they fall apart in relationships because mm -hmm. I started my family in my early 20s where other friends didn't and we grew apart because we had different things going on yeah so we didn't get to meet up and and that was just that friendship was done no big deal you move on you find other friends but the um the understanding and respect and then the I'll go back to the um openness about um you know talking yeah keeping those lines of communication mm -hmm. open I think having a, a sense of uh, mutual respect and op openness, as Jen said, and honesty yeah. uh, is an important factor, uh, especially when it, when it comes to friendships, re relationships especially, um, because, you know, I've seen, well, I shouldn't say I've seen, but I've heard moments where, you know, maybe somebody, you know, might have been dishonest with somebody else, and that can be kind of it can work either way i mean you can be dishonest with somebody and they might believe you but if they don't uh right. that can come back the wrong way 
Well, and even within that, right, of being able to be honest in a relationship and um, not go after each other, but the sense of, okay, how do we be honest and open and, to your point, Jen, of being respectful, like being able to hold all of those intentions, because sometimes being honest requires us to say some hard things, some uncomfortable things, but it's, it's almost different if we are like, this person really does have my best intentions. And I think that comes with how you word things. Okay. Um, like, I've had conversations in the past that I didn't like their significant other, Let's that they started dating. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to come out and say, so-and-so is an idiot. <laughs> right. I mean, jokingly, maybe. Right. But, not, but if it was, it, the seriousness of it would be a long conversation of, you know, lightly bringing that up <laughs> right uh and and discussing why i felt that way but but being respectful like you said not just calling the person an idiot right <laughs> as much as you'd want to <laughs> as much as you're tempted to of being like okay i need to whew, take that step back yeah well and there are different personalities out there so i, I think knowing a person's personality is probably uh pretty key thing because it's like you know there there are those that could be more um maybe sarcastic and then maybe somebody else might not take that sarcasm the right way absolutely (laughs) right and And it may not go well from there yes and so um but i i think that's probably an important trait too in that case yeah that allowing for the ebb and flow and some grace in there Mm -hmm. (laughs) uh but also be paying attention to what what you're saying yourself So now this one, this quote's kind of deep and I think it's kind of interesting to have to like wrestle with it. I've seen it happen on TV, but have you ever experienced it in your own life? Martin Luther King Jr. says, love is the only force capable of transforming an enemy into a friend. Wow. (laughs) Yeah. I, I, agree i i feel that if you truly love somebody you'll move mountains okay um that yeah that's that's a tough one to follow up talking <laughs> right yeah like uh, of dealing or have you ever noticed it or seen it or maybe where eh, you didn't really at first click or get along and then something changed and when we mean love i'm not saying romantic love I, i've seen it um actually i don't know if if it's a doctor-patient relationship, I guess, if that's one we could talk. I mean, I, okay. with myself, I've experienced that with the doctor that delivered my children. Okay. I absolutely despised him when I first met him. Okay. I thought he was arrogant, and I just did not like him. My husband didn't. and But by the time that nine months went, and he, he was like my best friend after I had my first daughter. Yeah. And so I've seen where, I mean, I was like, I don't even want this person near me Mm. to where I'm having a surgery and he's walking me back to surgery that his wife was having this in the next room. So it was like, I've seen that part of it, but I personally have not experienced that in my personal life. Yeah. The same would probably go for me as well, personally, but, um, you know, that is a great point what Jen brought up because uh, especially when it does come to like doctors and patients and stuff like that. I'm not a doctor, so I can't fully comment right. on it. But, you know, 
I have heard of that, though, where there's moments where maybe a patient won't agree with a doctor's diagnosis or whatever, and they'll start getting upset at them, and maybe they'll threaten to switch doctors or, or things like that, you know. Or maybe when it comes to <laughs> your bank or something and you get upset at your bank and you're saying, well, I could switch to this bank because I don't like, you know, the manager here or something like that. Right, so <laughs> it's like we've seen it in particular cases, but not necessarily friendships. Um, right. I I have a, fr- a good friend now where at the very first meeting, it was kind of like, eh, I don't know about this. And then we ended up, it clicked and we became good friends. But I would say the closest I've seen to, to that quote is along the lines of something happening in reality television where you're like, wait a minute, I thought last season you guys hated each other. Like, you guys are best buds now. But uh, but from Dr. King's standpoint of taking this really seriously, of going, who do I consider an enemy that now I need to consider what love can change about that? Yeah. I, I think that there's something really quite powerful like there's the surface level and then there's like wait a minute how does that transform the most difficult of relationships i actually now thinking about it there i have something kind of similar now in myself mm-hmm. kind of um but it was my impression of this person given by somebody else oh and okay so i didn't really know the person but hearing the stories coming from somebody else okay you know every time i saw them my blood would boil Mm. But once that other person was taken out of the equation and I got to know that person a little better, it's we have a lot in common and we're I can see we're acquaintances and maybe friends now. Yeah. When you were saying that I'm trying to think through all my relationships <laughs> like how they the started. Rolodex. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I I think it's understanding and I wonder how much of outside influence comes mm. into the story. Yeah. Like, how many times do you hear, well, I don't like that person. Well, if my mom don't like that person, then I shouldn't like that person. <laughs> right. Yeah. Instead of, well, maybe I should make my that own. own. Yeah, my own decision on yeah. that. So. Well, and since we had uh, made this particular topic, uh, we expanded on it a little bit. I think that's where uh, judgment comes in, too. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you, you always hear... <laughs> You always hear the the saying, you know, don't judge a book by its cover. And, um, you know, I I have, uh, like I said, you know, I I haven't really experienced it personally, but uh, I have actually seen moments like that uh, where you mentioned, Jen, where someone said, oh, well, that person there and, you know, they're stuck in their ways and, you know, just avoid them. And so, I mean, you know, I suppose, you know, you could disregard that advice and go up to him and try to talk to him anyway but you know it's like it's well and what does that mean for us to take that step when maybe right. we've heard that and right. go you know what you, i just need to meet the person myself mm-hmm. it, and taking because we don't know where that relationship could evolve we we also yep. don't know when we go with an open mind and like an open like positive there are possibilities <laughs> positive possibilities here of how that might shift somebody else because mm-hmm. maybe they've been closed off in another relationship that we've heard about because of something else happening mm-hmm. and so of just being able to go 
this could be something unique and different. Well, and I, I have heard of that, too, where someone might despise this person and then somebody else thinks the complete opposite. Yeah. So uh, different personalities, like I was saying, I think that's might where that might come in. Absolutely. It kind of goes along with what Aristotle says, that a friend to all is a friend to none. Because there's a uniqueness in friendship. Now, doesn't mean we can't be kind to everybody. We can't be kind to all acquaintances. We can't be friendly, but there is something to be said about understanding our personalities and friendships. And you almost, when you're in a friendship, you almost claim them. Like, that's that's my friend. Okay. How dare you go be friends with them, you know? Yeah. (laughs) But I I understand what Aristotle's saying in that because it's like, well, I'm not special. If you're friends with everybody, well... What makes me feel special? Almost, I almost feel like it's the special of a relationship. Yeah, you know, it's kind of hard to explain, but um, just making you feel special. I mean, it's mm-hmm. I'm, I mean, people have hundreds of friends, and but they all have a little connection with each one. Right to see the uniqueness yep. in the little yeah, the, things. Yeah, the uniqueness. Now I have heard about that where maybe somebody gets territorial about a friend, and and they say, you know, you can. Well, right, that's not I'm necessarily a healthy cultivating <laughs> of relationship, just to be clear on that. Right, but I'm not going to go too far into that. But, uh, well, and and what would you tell your younger self about friendships? What do you wish your younger, or what you wish your younger self knew about friendships today? Oh, I, oh man, Going back in time, uh, this, you know, back to the future stuff, right? No. Uh, <laughs> but um, oh, man, I would probably say, you know, be with those that treat you with respect, mm-hmm. uh, that are willing to listen to you, and that will always be there for you. Yeah. And uh, with the people that I'm friends with now, I've known them long enough to where, you know, some people say, oh, you, you guys are practically family. Well, I don't know if we've uh, really used that terminology, but we do uh, really respect each other, and uh, yeah. we have common ground, as I mentioned. And like I right. said, I mentioned it being there in the good and the bad, that kind of stuff. But yeah. um, so it's been a good ride so far. There you go. Great ride, I should say. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Jen? What do you feel? Um, I would probably say, do not change yourself for people. If they're truly meant to be your friends, they'll understand you. Yeah. Um, and they'll respect you. And it should not turn into work. Mm. I mean, yeah, you, you work as in, we really need to get together, let's make a plan. No, like, you're you're fighting every day to make a calmness in that relationship. Just mm. yeah. be, if you, be yourself and find those people that accept you for yourself. Yeah, absolutely. Because they're out there. They are. And even if you've got one where you're like "Mm, i don't think that that's going that way that there will be somebody else yes yes if you're open to that if you're open yes it's kind of interesting about thinking about the younger self and the anxiousness of friendships and wanting to be part of or something especially i'm really thinking like you know prior to adulthood Mm -hmm. And then moving into adulthood, you know, you start to make those friendships that do go with you. Maybe you don't talk for months or even years, but they really do go forward with you. And 
to not be anxious about the friendships that are just for a season. It could be a long season, but that they are only for a season and to always be able to wish them well when you do see a close to a friendship, I think would be my thoughts to my younger self. Well, and even when it comes to, you know, people that you meet in high school and grade school. Yeah. For example, I, I have uh, some people on my Facebook page, social media, that uh, I have known for a long time through high school. And uh, quite a few of them I still hear from occasionally. Yeah. So, uh, which is always kind of nice. But, um, <laughs> in fact, uh, the last reunion we had, I had missed it because at the time I wasn't on uh, Facebook. <laughs> oh. So, well. and it was a Facebook invitation, and I said, well, I'm on now. So, if we're going to have another one, just let me know. <laughs> right. But but even in those friendships, right? Like, you're not, like, upset that you missed the, or like, well, how could somebody not? But instead, you know what? I'll be there for the next one. Right. Exactly. Almost being a little easygoing, like letting the expectations upon others kind of drop. Mm. Yeah, there's the expectation of respect, which not only should they give respect, but you give respect, right? It's a mutual respect. Mm -hmm. But of going, all right, there are certain expectations that we just need to let go of in this world, just so that it's all, everybody's a lot happier. Mm -hmm. I agree. I mean... Letting things roll off your back and easygoing is, is on, in my opinion, the way to life. <laughs> it's right. just a lot less stress. And I've been doing a lot better with that, you know, with, with yeah. everything in your life. It's just, yeah. there's things that you don't need to get all up in arms over. Right. You know? Just kind of notice just, it, look at it, and, yep, and just, like, and figure it out. <laughs> right. Right. All right. Well, any last thoughts as we go? Um, Just that... Some friends, like you said, come in for seasons, and mm -hmm. they're for a reason. Um, oh, yeah, they're, absolutely. They're, you know, I feel that every relationship is for a reason, be it season, lifelong. It, it's there to show you something so you learn, um, but it's to move you forward. Right, yeah. yeah I'd say stick with the friends that, uh, you know, like I said, really respect you. Mm -hmm. um, you know, ones that you can you know, hang out with and just have a really good time, ones that you can spend hours with just uh, yeah. talking or playing a game with or, you know, even just, like, watching TV or something mm -hmm. because uh, those are the go uh, good ones. Yeah. And, um, you know, it's those good ones that will be with you for a good while. Absolutely. Yep. Well, and to all those listening, if you've listened through, I hope that, you are at navigating. I hope you got some good nuggets in this discussion about it or got had realizations of going, oh, I already have that. May you find that love, that mutual healthy love in all of your relationships. Have a good one. Mm -hmm.